Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 28th and April 28th, 1919, Part 5, pages 245 through 247. April 28th, 1919, Part 5. Once again, I called together the Polish religion teachers to learn how things stand in the Polish schools. It seems that there is, there is some disagreement among the Poles. A certain number are strictly opposed to the Bolsheviks, do not want anything from them, and are determined to close down the schools. Others have accepted financial support from and collaborated with the Bolsheviks, continuing to have classes without religious instruction while consoling us with promises to set everything right by having religion taught in secret someplace else. This has been the line taken by the principal Koshilkovsky. Still others supported the Bolsheviks outright and wanted to have schools without religious education. The Polish Educational Committee ordered that classes in all the grammar schools be stopped, but the high schools are still functioning. When the Bolsheviks learned this, they issued an order that the schools remain open until April 13th. However, that was futile. On April 4th and 5th, I invited the dean, Monsignor Wolotsko, Canon Ellert, and some others, and asked them about the situation in the schools. We conferred about what to do. I also invited Mr. Skirmuntas, chairman of the Parents Committee, and urged him to have the parents protest against the decree and to send delegates to the Bolsheviks. On my advice and under my supervision, parents committees have been formed in all the schools in order to defend them. The individual committees have elected a central executive. They had already decided that religious instruction must remain in the schools, and if not, then they would refuse to send their children. Everyone had undersigned these decisions. Thus, the weapons with which to fight the Bolsheviks were prepared. I pondered whether it, would be, whether it would be worthwhile to publish a pastoral letter to the Catholic community on the school issue and consulted with some of the more prominent priests about it. Since it was becoming clear that Bolshevik rule here would be short-lived, it seemed to me and to the more thoughtful priests that there was no point in writing a letter. It would be better to wait a while until the situation became clear. However, some of them, especially the hot-headed ones, wanted me to issue such a letter immediately and were even so bold as to rebuke me for it. On April 6th, there was a meeting of the Parents' Executive Committee. Since Professor Chomsky was there, I delegated him to supervise it, to provide it with suitable information and to guide it in the right direction. It was decided to send representatives to Leszczynski, the new Bolshevik Commissar of Education. Until very recently, Vas Vaslovas Birzyska held that position, and I knew from the Lithuanians that as long as he remained Commissar, no decree banning religious education would be issued. Thus, until now, all had been quiet. On April 7th, I invited the cathedral chapter to discuss the question of religious education and the schools. 
I made an extensive summary of the course of events from the time of the Bolsheviks entering Vilnius, and also related what I had done, what directives and orders I had issued. I consulted with the members of the chapter about what further action should be taken, and especially whether a pastoral letter should be written, and what form it should take, or if we ought to wait until the present situation becomes clearer. If we really want to begin a campaign against the Bolsheviks, we must appeal to the people directly and ask them if they have authorized the commissars to issue such a decree, and if they want the schools and the educational system to be without any religious instruction. If not, then what do they propose to do so religious education would remain in the schools? We decided to wait until things became clearer and to see what the commissar will tell the parents' delegates. I called in Father Chomsky and told him to write up several resolutions for the parents' representatives so that they would not go to the commissar unprepared. They should take these resolutions with them and present them to the commissar in writing when they go to see him. Otherwise, he may distort or ignore what they are saying to him or try to confuse them in their speech and direct the meeting to his own advantage. It was not possible to send members of the educated classes, and so the common people, selected members of the working class, went. On April 8th, Father Chomsky brought me a summary of those resolutions, and we corrected the text. I ordered it typed and taken to the commissar. I asked that the parents come to see me right after they met with the commissar. In this next part of the entry, Blessed George writes of the problem of the Bolsheviks prohibiting religious education in the schools and prohibiting the priests from teaching any subjects in the schools. He speaks to the religious teach, religion teachers and learns of two factions, at least two. One group is ready to close the schools. Others have accepted financial support from the Bolsheviks for the schools. They are holding classes without religious instruction and plan to hold religious instruction in secret in another building. Other teachers simply want to, the schools to function even if there are no there is no religious education. Blessed George also met with some priests and formed strategies. He pondered publishing a pastoral letter on the subject. The priests were divided on whether it would be helpful or not, since it was apparent that the Bolsheviks wouldn't be able to hold on to power in Vilnius for too long. Apparently, there had been a change in leadership among the Bolsheviks. The new Commissar of Education had issued the ban, while the previous one had taken a different approach. Blessed George met with other priests and helped to prepare some resolutions that the parents could take with them when they met with the Commissar of Education of the Bolsheviks. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence. 
promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.